Hello everyone, thank you for tuning in today. Welcome to We Are Human. In this podcast, we update you on international affairs regarding human rights, especially when those rights are neglected. I am your host, Daha Gadar, and on today's episode, we shall be discussing the rise of vaping in society and the immoral marketing behind it. Vaping is the process of inhaling vapor from an electronic cigarette. E-cigarettes synthesize a water vapor which the user inhales. This is done through the use of cartridges that usually contain nicotine, flavorings, cannabis products, and other chemicals. According to CASA.org, the first commercially successful vape was created in Beijing, China by 52-year-old pharmacist, inventor, and smoker Han Lick after his father, who was also a heavy smoker, died from lung cancer. Recently, however, the trend of vaping has been on the rise in the United States and is especially present in younger individuals. According to data from the University of Michigan's Monitoring the Future survey, from 27 to 2019, the shares of 12th graders that vape nicotine increased from 11% to 25%. The share of 10th graders increased from 8% to 20%, and the share of 8th graders increased from 4% to 9%. Furthermore, according to the survey, from 27 to 2018, College students that vape nicotine increased from 6% to 16%, and vaping marijuana increased from 5% to 11%. This data shows some of the greatest one-year increase in substance use since this survey was first administered in 1975. One of the more significant reasons behind this increase in vaping in younger individuals is that they are adding flavoring to the vape cartridges to specifically target younger children. This can be seen by the survey's data of individuals that only vape the flavoring without any other substance. This data shows that these individuals make up 14% of 12th graders, 13% of 10th graders, and 8% of 8th graders, which is more than the college students which only make up 5% of this group. Another reason behind the increase in vaping recently is the marketing that vaping is much healthier than smoking cigarettes. According to PewResearch.org, only 22% of individuals that are under 30, year old, 30 years old believed vaping to be very harmful, while usually 8 out of 10 Americans in all age groups believed cigarettes to be very harmful. However, it is clear that vapes are indeed harmful, as according to the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, as of February 18, 2020, a total of 2,087 injuries or deaths caused by vaping have been reported from all 50 states the District of Columbia, and two U.S. territories. Furthermore, 68 deaths due to vaping as of the same date has been confirmed in 29 states and the District of Columbia. One of these individuals suffering from vaping is Lincoln Rennie. According to WebMD, Lincoln Rennie is a 23-year-old welder from Orange, California, who woke up feeling sick one day in late August 2019. Not being the type of person to call in sick, He still went to work, but his stomach got worse and his fever climbed. When he returned home, his fever and temperature continued to rise. Once it got above 103 degrees Fahrenheit, Lincoln's fiance, Viri Alvarado, talked him into going to the doctor. Lincoln went two separate times, but was told that his illness was likely just a fever. However, his fever didn't break, and once it rose to over 104 degrees Fahrenheit, Alvarado stated that he was starting to talk crazy. 
and Lincoln admitted that he was definitely losing cognitive function. I woke up saying everything was a scam and the pillow was my internet. Soon after, Alvarado had enough with the situation and pushed Rennie to go to the ER, where he was initially thought to have a urinary tract infection. But three days later, Rennie was diagnosed with acute respiratory distress system, which causes fluid to build up in your lungs so oxygen can't get to the organs. This illness is related to vaping. Rennie stayed in the hospital for 11 days and was on oxygen for eight of them. He lost 22 pounds and was prescribed corticosteroids, which he still has to take. He is only a young male under 25, which is a part of the almost three quarters of patients that have vaping-related illnesses. Vaping is what has caused the suffering Rennie endured to occur throughout society, especially in young adults and teens. Rennie vaped THC, giving up nicotine over 10 years ago. He used medical cannabis to help him sleep but the price for regulated medical cannabis was becoming expensive as a week's supply was $50 for him. To cut costs, Rennie began purchasing off-market vaping cartridges, which weren't sold in legitimate regulated retail stores. He even noticed that the taste and effect of the off-market carts were significantly different than the retail one. This was the cause of his suffering. WebMD also tells us about Nathan Fagundes, an agricultural pest control technician in Hanford, California. He is another individual who significantly suffered from purchasing bootleg cartridges. Fagundes initially smoked regular marijuana, but due to the fact that the odor annoyed those he worked with, he switched to vaping it. He would buy around 2 grams a week, and he said it was always off-market, which knocked the price down from around $100 to just $40. A few weeks after he bought bootleg cartridges, he claimed that he couldn't breathe. In mid-August, he went to the hospital on August 13th after he saw a report on vaping on television and realized that was his problem. When he went to the hospital, they couldn't believe that he was still alive due to how low his oxygen levels were, and Fagundes' doctor told him that he had acute lung injury due to vaping, and he was on the verge of being put on a ventilator but he improved before he needed it. He was released after 16 days of being on steroids and oxygen in the hospital, and he still continues to use them at home, even carrying around a portable tank of oxygen for emergencies. Fagundes relied on vaping marijuana to ease his anxiety, and when he tried to confront his seller about what had happened, the seller denied everything. Both Rennie and Fagundes were too trusting of off-market products as fully grown adults. Just think about the fact that these two fully grown adults completely trusted others outside of official agencies to deliver them with reliable, safe, and regulated products. Now think about the fact how much these individuals have suffered because of this mistake of trusting others. Both are still taking treatment and can't go back to work. Imagine how many other individuals are likely consuming these off-market products believing them to be real, and will end up facing adverse consequences due to this in their future. According to Rennie, the scariest part of the bootleg market is, they look the same. They will take a brand name cart, refill it, and say it's the same brand. This is especially troubling when you consider what I said at the beginning of this podcast, that quite a surprisingly large proportion of those who vape 
aren't adults and are composed of high schoolers, and even some middle schoolers as young individuals are drawn to vaping, one factor being due to the immoral addition of flavoring, which is blatantly used to appeal to younger individuals as quite childish flavor names are used. These young individuals would definitely likely either only vape bootleg products or end up using bootleg products as younger individuals have less funds and are much more trusting as they don't really know the situation. Rennie was able to tell that his products were bootleg due to differences in quality, but those in high school who are unable to legally purchase legal regulated market products will mainly have bootleg options presented to them and therefore won't be able to tell if it's a bootleg product. Pair that with the realization that vaping is relatively new in the world, and we still don't really know its long-term consequences, especially in these bootleg products, the fact that so many young individuals are vaping is quite concerning for the health of our future population. As a current high school student, it is quite clear to me how apparent this problem is, as all I need to do is go to the school bathroom and most times, I will catch someone vaping. If you care about the future of your health and the health of the population, please try to be safe by staying away from vape products and warning others about their dangers before it's too late and more have to suffer like Rennie and Fagundes, or perhaps maybe suffer even more than them. If a large number of individuals in the future are suffering from vaping-related health problems and illnesses, not only will those who vape be suffering, but so will our entire nation suffer alongside them.